Hello, this is Cultus Anonymous with episode 10 of our Star Trek Adventures mini-series, Temple of the Builders. Hope you enjoy it. Hi everybody, welcome to Occultist Anonymous, our little corner of geekdom on the internet. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, for the Twitch folks, thanks to your patience while we sorted out some technical issues with Roll20. Um, for the YouTube folks, hi, things are, everything's fine, everything's normal. <laughs> a slightly shorter uh, episode. Yeah. Slightly shorter episode. Um, so it goes, no big deal. Okay, um, we don't have a fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are, as always, um, sponsored by Roll20 and viewers like you, specifically uh, Riafio, Parker, Angfalith, Taryn, Thomas, Daniel, Toast, Tridimensional Camo, yeah. Shaxara, Chris, Neomagus, Woodfoot, George, Crazyman1772, Adele, Vortex, Milo V3, Funzo, um, Zoltan, Jack, Rayner, Blood Angel, Jenny, Deloria, Julian, nice to meld you. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> Vulcan, Vulcan Mind. Probably a Vulcan <laughs> reference, right? Yusa yeah, Sama, absolutely. Al, Alan Michael, Bernie, The Arcane, Other Michael, Doc the Doomed, Melissa, Moku, Emil, Sina, Puppeteer, Alexander, Josh, Catfeathers, Brandon, Michael, Perry, Noba, Thomas, and Ryan. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, the money that you contribute through um, uh, Patreon goes to pay for awesome artwork and hardware refreshes and things of that nature. So thank you very much for that. Okay, the recap. When we last left our story, the um, crew had just arrived at the Temple of the Builders, chasing one of the prophets of the locals um, that uh, the captain, the evil Captain Gupak, um, has abducted with uh, several of his warriors. Shortly after arriving at the Temple of the Builders and doing some initial investigations, they received a call uh, from Wing Commander, I know her name. Levine. Levine. Yeah, Levine. Levine. Um, saying that the Curie was gone. The light cruiser that they had been engaged in a Klingon saber dance with made a run for the planet with the intent to open fire on the populace as a way to draw the Curie out. And the Curie went to intercept to try and save folks. And that's when the Warbird decloaked and opened fire and caused a core breach. No escape pods were recorded by the wing commander as having made it out. It looks like the ship has been lost with all hands on board, oh, which means uh, the captain's crew is now significantly reduced. Um, did we get clarification that the shuttles managed to take down the Warbird? No, they did not manage to okay. take down the Warbird. They got some hits in. Mm -hmm. um, they think it's damaged, but it did manage to, re to cloak again. So um, it's, still, it's still a factor in, in the field, but... Um, after getting that report, the captain ordered the the fighter pilots to meet you guys at the Temple of the Builders. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think that's where we left off. So mm -hmm. there's the four of you um, and uh, Maya standing outside the Temple of the Builders, and you're still outside the energy shield or the energy field um, that I believe you had suspect had some sort of a temporal thing going on with it. Mm -hmm. yeah, we have our red shift and our messages. Based on a, a five difficulty sensor um, science reason roll. <laughs> oh yeah. And we had a um and, and we do have a friendly Klingon with us, I believe, right? Uh, yes. In, he wants to take down the captain. He's not our friend. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't I don't know that. We have a temporary this, ally. We have an Yeah. Yes. Uncomfortable ally. Well, um, I would phrase it more that your your goals align for the time being. <laughs> yeah, he's also somebody we beat up a bunch of times, so no big deal there. Yes, there is there is that, but that, you know, I mean, that's just something <laughs> and say hello or the captain you know, start impressed a him. So All right, fair enough. Well, then the captain, you'd say that this is someone the captain has seduced. <laughs> There's a little bit more to it than that. Uh, the All other right. person has to read poetry. Yeah, they got to read poetry <laughs> while you beat them up. While well, being beaten up. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Klingon mating rituals. That's canon. <laughs> I still love when Dwarf is telling that to a Wesley. <laughs> I thought, I thought y'all were memeing. Nope. No. No, the children poetry while the women beat them up. Kl Klingons are, are right up Chris's alley. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so That's where right. do you guys want to start? Um, I think we we had uh, talked about. So as you guys are waiting for the shuttle pilots to mm. um, to reach you, how about we do a, a like a fade, and the camera opens up um, on the captain in his ready room. Three right. weeks ago. <laughs> yep, several weeks that ago. Sounds good. Um, the door chime sounds. Enter. And in walks your yeoman, um, who has uh, several reports, uh, places down in front of you. And this is sort of a ritual that's kind of developed. Um, the Your yeoman has strong opinions about pretty much everything that he interacts with you about. And yeah. and is not shy about voicing those opinions, um, and I don't know how much your captain is aware of the of your character is aware of the Tellerite social. Oh, okay. Right. So this is just the way Tellerites like have fun. Yeah. They don't go to big sporting events. They go to big debates mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So he often takes a position opposite to whatever you express. So if you say <laughs> you like eggs, he'll be like, "Eggs suck," and only the weak eat them, or something like that. <laughs> Just to try and bait you into having an argument. So you've had a oh, few yeah. of these. Fair enough. Um, you know, Captain so, Chichalor is uh, in good command of uh, and has high presence. So he's extremely skilled mm-hmm. at maintaining his sense of cool. And uh, he's also, uh, he was raised in Andoria, right? So he's well aware of passionate engagement with people. And how you can't rise to it all the time. And he's already had an engagement with the yeoman when he first got on the ship that, all right, you're going to act like this as long as you don't breach decorum and the chain of command. And I'm not going to have a problem with you exhibiting your culture. And that was the sort of the boundary that was set between you and him is yeah. when you're in public, he's the dutiful yeoman. But you, yeah. he can, you can tear a strip off of each other behind closed doors anytime yeah. he feels like it. That's okay. right, Tellerite. Go be yourself. <laughs> That's right. He's looking a little uncomfortable um, okay. as he walks in, and uh-huh. uh, uh, Captain, I um, I would like to ask for an intercession. Oh, and then uh, so Captain Chichalor, like. Um, adjusts himself more because he thought it was going to be a standard informal banter with him. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I'm prepared to hear it, yeoman. Um, Dr. Hudson wants to... I, I am one of the crew that didn't have an exam record on file. And Dr. Hudson is seeking to uh, update the records. Ah. Uh, and I have no issue with that, but I would request that my records um, not leave the ship. Mm. Not to be transferred back to Starfleet and definitely not back to Teller. Hmm. Is there a reason you can share with me that won't require you to disclose the information that you want to keep private? There's nothing nothing wrong, nothing illegal, nothing dangerous. I don't have any illnesses. I just there's some cultural issues that I'm dealing with that um, okay. would make things difficult if uh, those records got back to Tillar. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, I'll just give you first my empathy that it's very challenging to negotiate a rigid or traditional culture wherein you might possess, exhibit, or perform a number of traits people don't expect or don't recognize. So I'm quite willing to protect your privacy because you protected the integrity of my crew up until this point. And we're all a family, as I've told you before. So uh, the reason why I asked that question is Dr. Hudson has a very explicit commitment that I cannot countermand, which is he is entitled to know all information about the crew that could influence his ability to keep the crew alive and safe. And he is extremely committed to that personally and professionally. So without intruding on the privacy of anyone else, I'll say that uh, I have reason to believe that he might be willing to give you an exception, provided that you explain yourself to him the same way you've explained it to, him, to me and assume 
that he is willing to listen and be empathetic despite his apparent bedside manner. <laughs> I see. I, I, I'll attempt to approach um, the doctor directly then. Please do. And if you encounter any challenges, feel free to come back to me. Thank you, Captain. You're welcome. That was, Captain uh, Chuchular said trans rights. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, that was man. me like trying to say it in yeah. the 60s vernacular. <laughs> 60s words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How could you affirm? <laughs> yeah, first, let me go. give you my empathy. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like, okay. Um, perfect. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll make sure we do that. I appreciate your empathy on this matter, Captain. Absolutely. Um, then salutes and by your leave. Oh, salute to you. Man. And Wonderful. departs are from your ready room. Fantastic. So let's uh, skip ahead like a week, week and a half. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Commander Kitneal, you're standing outside the captain's ready room. <laughs> and you're hearing raised voices. Like somebody on the inside is having a full-throated argument. Um, and your instinct is that this like might actually come to blows, but then just as you're considering like, okay, how do I do this? Cause somebody's in with the captain, the door's closed, the door opens, like there's everything's silent and the door opens and you see, um, the, uh, the yeoman there. Oh, um, commander. Yeoman. Um, and he looks pleased, like happy. Almost like he's just energetic. Um, excuse me, and uh, <laughs> moves aside. Uh, one moment, Yeoman. <laughs> Certainly. Just stand ready. Uh, Captain, do you have any uh, tasks that the Yeoman is currently uh, involved in? Mm, not at the moment. The Yeoman has my leave to continue the rest of his duties. Okay, very good. Uh, yeoman, let me introduce you to a toothbrush. And the latrines. Is this, is this an earshot of the captain? Um, yes, and notably with a wink to the captain. Oh, all right. Well, then the captain was about to intervene, but we'll withhold. <laughs> I, I don't understand, sir. Well, I mean, you were arguing loud enough that I could hear. Arguing with the captain. And I believe I've made my stance on that kind of thing. Very, very clear, Yeoman. Um, and he, you see um, Yeoman looks over to the captain and just like look on his face. Oh, that was just for recreation, sir. Actually, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to double check. Back, like. I'm, well, I'm going to have to double check with with Ralph um, because I'm pretty sure before this, the commander probably would have gotten a, a conversation with the captain about like, oh yeah, I'm good with the Tellarite. I, I get where they're coming from. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, cool. All right. Well, now you will uh, enjoy some recreational um, uh, manual labor, yeoman. And he's trying to get a read on you. <laughs> um, Cause you are pushing all of his buttons. Oh, sure. <laughs> I think that's intentional. Insight and security, I guess. Did you want to try and deceive him? Uh, I absolutely do. Okay. So call that inside security. Unless you want to pitch me something else or presence. Oh yeah, it's presence. I think. Okay. Because uh, this is this is Kitneal in full like mm. command mode, mm -hmm. facing the yeoman, but like you know behind over the shoulder kind of thing towards the captain. It's like no, I'm just getting on the tellerite. Um, What's a complication? Oh, boy. Um, oh, man. 
let's roll again because okay. we got a tie. <laughs> or no, no, I'll leave it like that. He doesn't really know what you're trying to do, <laughs> and that's fine. And th- this could end up being like a joke that falls flat for the commander, uh, <laughs> which 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 is also a very good bit of drama. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess he he's trying to get a read on the commander. Yeah, um, and isn't really able to. So, Yeoman Narkak says, uh, you're the commander. Okay. Uh, thank you, Captain. I'll uh, borrow the uh, Yeoman if you need them. Uh, they'll be in the uh, officer's washroom. And I understand. Es- escort the teller right over there. And basically, just uh, unless you want, basically, there will be a quiet conversation as we walk to the washroom of like, hey, I get it, bud. But other people can't know how you're behaving with the captain. If I can hear it outside the door, you're too loud. You gotta, you gotta tone it back just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so during the course of the conversation as regards to walking towards the officer's mess. Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, Commander. Mm-hmm. You uh, you really had me going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Commander Kidneyel hands him a toothbrush and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 very one of those like uh, Commander's not using manual labor as punishment. It's just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave you here with this, and I'm going to let you think over what I actually want you to do, and I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's time for okay. corporal punishment. Corporal punishment, could you come in, please? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, we didn't talk uh, before you came on. Ash, was there? Did you want to get any scenes in as a flashback, sort of, before we pick up? Not that I can think of, really. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, do a dissolve wipe, and uh, we open back up on uh, the crew in front of the Temple of the Builders. Um, you hear the roar of engines as the three shuttles uh, come and land. Um, you know, three mm-hmm. fighters come and land in this, um, a fat area near where you guys are. And in a couple of minutes, you've got uh, two fighter pilots and your wing commander that's standing there before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look pretty rough. Yeah. I um, turn to Dr. Hudson and I say, Dr. Hudson, if there's anything in your bag that can help them immediately... I think they deserve it. Thank you. And then he approaches Wing Commander Levine. Sir. And uh, opens his arms up for a hug. Um, she kind of glances aside for a moment, but then just runs forward and like chest bump into you and arms around you and um, has a good like regulation 20 second cry. Yeah. And then uh, so pulls back and tighten, straightens up her shirt and wipes her eyes. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, what's our mission now? Our mission now is to continue doing what we can to rescue the prophet that was abducted and take care of these people. All right. Um. And I'm guessing the prophet's in there. He points to the door. They are. All right. Uh, she turns to the two other pilots um, that are looking a little bit stunned and say, all right, straighten up. Flight suit's off. Get your phasers out. We're doing ground support. And they're like, yes, commander. And just get their gear all stowed. And they've got uh, type one phasers. All right. As part of their kit. Hmm. Okay. What's the plan? Regrettably, soldiers, I do not offer hugs as part of my treatment plan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, the plan is we're going into hostile and uncertain territory. Keep your wits about you. Make sure that you mind your your wing, and don't let anything slip. And then he, Commander uh, Chichalor, turns to Wing Commander Levine and the fighter pilots and says, you've all been through a lot more than we have recently. So we got your back because you just had ours. 
Understood. We're ready, sir. We'll serve. All right. And Captain Chichalor turns to Commander Kitneal and says, shall we? Uh, <laughs> I believe at this point, Captain, uh, I am no longer the uh, the mission lead uh, at this time, sir. It's on your call. All right. We shall. And then pulls up his phaser <laughs> and enters the field. All right. Um, so you enter into the energy field and there's a, a very disorienting sort of feeling as you're passing through. Um, it's sort of a vertigo slash nausea all at once. Um, mm. But it's only during the transition. You're like really dizzy from when it takes a sec for you to um, orient yourself. Can I get a... What I'm looking for. Composure. Mm-hmm. Isn't that present? Or control. Or control. Oh, sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm looking for So, um, fitness mm-hmm. or control uh, and s- command or security. Cool. Some combination of those. All right. Sounds good. Um, Unless you want to pitch me on something else. And what is this related to in terms of, because I'm trying to figure out focus. This is, would apply. So composure would apply, or if you've got uh, resistance to adverse environmental effects or that kind of stuff. How about risky maneuvers or unexpected challenges? Unexpected challenges? I'd buy <laughs> Dr. that. Dr. Hudson. Cool. Dr. Hudson got this. Glad you do. This command. <laughs> All right. We got to focus. Bitten this command into the yeah. scene. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, we've got it. Ooh, yeah. We got momentum? Yep. Uh, it's a difficulty it? one. Okay. So let's stack so four momentum. four momentum? We're now at five. Unless we lost one from uh, scene change and nope. session change. <sighs> and I'm rolling for your pilots. Cool. Oh wow! Okay, jeez, everyone doing well. Um, so you guys all make it through, except for um, Commander Nurjad. Um, Didn't make it through. Make it through? Yeah. No. Com- he, well, yeah, Ooh. you're able to f- deal with the sudden disorientation oh, sure. and vertigo and the nausea uh, without any long-term effects. Uh, Commander Nurjad, I'm going to get you to mark off three stress for me. Ooh, wow. Um, it was a difficult transition. Um, um, I want to say, and you can color this however you want, but you sort of lost your nerve and kind of back, half backed out, but then tried, no, I really need to go through and end up staying in there a little bit longer than was probably healthy. Um, so you come like through and you've got much. some, like, uh, some longer term disorientation and you're feeling a little bit queasy. Uh, but no complications, so your symbiote is fine. Um, and you guys find yourselves in a very clean, uh, very sleek uh, corridor. Mm. All right. Um, Dr. Hudson would um, lean over and just very quietly, very politely whisper to the captain um, that... Uh, Captain, I know that everyone's feelings are on edge. Reminder that I will brook no heroic sacrifices amongst the crew that I am a part of. Captain Chichalor manifests a, a, a slow growing smile and says, You got it, Doctor. You're welcome to try. In that regard, <laughs> you're in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so the this appears to be like a central corridor. You can tell from like the outskirts of the sort of the pyramidal kind of structure that you're in mm-hmm. um, that this would be like a central corridor running down the middle of the structure. Um, okay. You can see quite a ways. Um, there's a few doors that are branching off, um, and there's one large set of double doors at the end of this corridor that's quite some distance away. 
uh, would be long range and game turns, but it's like um, at 80 meters or so. Okay. So once we get there and we start looking around, Captain Chichlor says, all right, everyone, try quarters out. Okay. Lieutenant Zeckelman, any insights when you have them at your leisure? Yes, I'm just going to start. I just want to see what readings I can get. From scan all the here. things. Yeah, I'm just scan. scan all the things. If you gave me some sort of a focus of what you're looking for first, that would help me. We um, can do just a general scan, and I can give you some of the general stuff that you're looking for. But a focus might let me give you more information for free. Well, immediately, I want to find the captain and the prophet because I want to guarantee that uh, they're okay. Okay. Like, figure out what's up here is something I'm very interested in. Just sure. like in general, anything I can pick up, but I'm looking for them. Um, so that would be not reason science. Um, what am I rolling? Um, control science, I think. Okay. Because you're using a tricorder to try and track them down. Does xenobiology and geology apply? Sure. I'll give you xenobiology because you're looking for a prophet. Mm -hmm. Cool. And you did that before. Mm -hmm. Alright. Success. Um, oh, you're, yeah. So the first thing you notice is that your scans only cover out to the barrier of the energy barrier. Mm -hmm. You're not able to get anything past that. But you are cover, able to cover the entire uh, facility. Ooh. You pick up a few energy signatures, but there's a big one beyond the double door that's ahead of you 80 meters. You uh, detect some life signs also past that door. It looks like that's where the captain, his warriors, and the prophet are, are on the other side of that large double door. Can I tell anything? Like, can I spend one of the momentums to get information? You may spend for obtain information. Sure. Um, one momentum per question. How old is this place? Can I get like a date on it? Or did we already um, have that? Uh, no. Because we couldn't scan past everything. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so the date you're reading on this and like it doesn't even make sense. It's hard to process. But you're reading something that's about 200,000 years old. Does that line up with what we know of the civilization? It's not. It's within the era bars. <laughs> so this would have been built towards the end of their empire. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, well. There and there. If we want to barge in. We could just go through the doors, or we could try to find another way in. Captain, I think, I think that's smart. a bit of a bold action. I don't know if that's something we necessarily <laughs> want to do. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to beat him to it! <laughs> <laughs> I think you know my bias, Commander. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I happy do. to avoid uh, risking the lives of uh, those of us with us. So, let's look for another route first, and then in the event that we need to Crash down the front doors, we shall. Phasers in hand. Lieutenant Zuckerman might need to confirm my math here, but by my count, we have at least four Klingons um, that we're going to be dealing with because we have the captain, the three he took with him, and then who's, whoever was here working the transporter through the barrier. Mm -hmm. Must be a, a, a builder device. Well, no, they had a mobile transporter pad Outside, outside okay. the energy barrier. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. But yeah, there would have been at least one yeah. person here running it. Right. Because our, from what I can see, we can't get out there uh -uh. from in here. Lieutenant, were you able to tell how many life signs were past the double doors? Did I see that? Um, yeah, I'll give you that. There were six life signs past the double okay. doors. Great. So, including the profit means that uh, there are five, five Klingons. Klingons. 
unless the builders themselves are here, sir. Good point. Still present. That would be intriguing, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. First uh, contact with a civilization from the past. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Commander. Uh, question for Craig. Um, mm -hmm. Maya came in with us? Yes. Okay, because I knew we had had that conversation about her, you know, being... Yes. I was about to ask about a sort of Maya chill level check. <laughs> she says, uh, like a bundle of energy. She's heard about this place her whole life. And she's heard that it's this wondrous place. And she's just like, you know, there's a little blinky light on the wall. And she's like fixated on it. And then her attention gets drawn by like a floor panel that appears to have some sort of energy current running through it. And then the lights <laughs> and like, she's just like, She's just take, trying to take everything in all at once. Overstimulated so cat. She's it. definitely, yeah, she's definitely not very chill. Yeah, That's she's like cat funny. with like uh, eight or nine laser beams. The Christmas lights in her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the That's wonderful. Um, okay. Bam. Um, do you want to try to sneak around? Because I guess I'm assuming yes. you can keep my skin up to try to see like if they're dispersing or if they have killed the prophet i don't mm. think they would because i think they're still useful to them yes I but think... like while we're slipping around i want to try to keep beads on all the all the pings i have on my recording sure That's actually smart. If you're good with it, that may be something we offload to one of the pilots. Mm. Keeping track of things. Mm -hmm. Keeping a track, that's probably going to need a science officer, actually. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Because <laughs> she's got to adjust it and sure. modify and stuff. Like She's actively tracking. It's not mm -hmm. she can just set it and forget it. So while we're looking for different access routes, the captain turns to Wing Commander Levine and says, if we have another way to get in that room, we might want to try a pincer movement. I'm assuming you're all ready for that. Absolutely. Great. Um, now, it's hard to get the layout of the corridors just because mm. of the material that the walls and stuff are made from. You're not getting strong signals. So Levine could try and like pick her way around and see if she can find another way in. Yeah, let's do okay. that. Okay. So she'll take the two pilots with her? Okay. Yeah. All right. She's um, not going alone. So she goes to a door. The first door doesn't open, but the second door does. Okay. And leads to another corridor, and she heads down there with her two guys. Great. Going to. And I want to see if we can stay in communication while people are moving. So they're if going they to the right off the main corridor. Okay. okay. Yeah, I want to confirm as as she's moving. I'm just confirming that uh, our communications our communicators work. So. Sure. Yep. Of course, yeah, the, the communicators work up. within the boundary of the mm -hmm. energy barrier. No problem. Excellent. <laughs> Off yep. That's for you, Nocta. Um, <laughs> so the first door didn't open. Is that what you said? Yeah, it appears to not have power. Uh, but the second door, she hits a button and it beeps, and the door is just sort of like really almost instantly fly out of the way. Sort of scissor open, and uh, she and her crew head through. Yeah, I'm, I'm debating whether or not the commander would say this, but yes, um, Captain, if this yes. door doesn't have power, and we can assume did not have power, it is possible that this is a route that the Klingons are unaware of. There may be useful information behind here. For all we know, this door has been closed by the builders. Um, I think this may be worth uh, investigating, at least for a moment, before... Uh, we get two separated from the wing commander. All right. Good point. So the captain opens up his communicator and says, wing commander, you want to investigate a door that you moved past. So okay. please don't go too far. Yeah, we'll hold until... up. Great. Can you so, see if um, I can crack it? Yeah. Go right sure. Uh, I'm going to call that a control security. Yeah. Security or engineering? Oh, hang on. If it's um, control security, let me in oh, here. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah, in here. I'm engineering to try <laughs> to like, mess with the controls or whatever to make it open. But if we're trying to brute force it, then that works too. Mm -hmm. 
uh, or bypass whatever the locking mechanism, mm-hmm. release a manual control, that kind of thing. So I would call oh, that a control yeah. security. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to take that approach, um, you can try and, it would be like an engineering thing if you wanted to try and get it powered. Yeah, that's what I was doing. That was my thing. Thing, but if Commander wants to, break uh, it. I am I am very good at control security, and I'm not yeah. necessarily yeah. trying to break it so much as you know work through the mechanisms. But yes, uh, I was assuming that the uh, lieutenant might help me. Uh, I can assist you, mm-hmm. and then you can do the roll. That sounds good. I'm going to be. I'm going to do the the engineering to try to see if I can. Get it a little bit of juice. Yeah. Sure. So it'll help it start sliding. I'll be quite amused if there's a bypass panel, just like in every Federation ship. Yep. <laughs> and a big handle. <laughs> Yank. <laughs> uh, control engineering. Magnet, I'm rolling one die. Door. One die. Mm-hmm. No. I can't okay. get anything to it. And uh, I'm going to confirm, Craig, but I'm pretty sure none of my focuses apply. I don't think this would count as, uh, you know, say, shipboard tactical systems or no. cultural studies. No, okay. I just figured. Uh, I am going to spend a momentum to get an additional die. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, go ahead. So we're down to five. Oh, yeah, down to five. Yeah. There we go. Boop. I'll oh, take three. Nice. Oh, yeah. And you can take and that one momentum back. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so you do manage to find a mechanical mechanism um, behind a panel to the left of the door, the door panel, um, and you release it and one half of the door just kind of like moves uh, a little bit and you're able to manhandle it back into the wall and it clicks into place. So the door is half open now. Yes, I trill handle it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure, trill handle it. Um, you're, uh, and you're looking what at first glance appears to be an office, but if you want to give me a uh, insight or reason science rule. You can try and get more information out of it. Uh, yeah, so the commander holds the door open for mm-hmm. the lieutenant. Sure. <laughs> uh, will the history focus apply? Um, sure. Because okay. it's, I imagine it's an office from an ancient civilization, right? If I, if I squint at it just right, it could be you know, a history <laughs> thing, sure. All right. Um, so when you were in Starfleet, you were moving into, like back in the academy days, you're moving into like a new dorm. And as you're looking at this room, this looks like a new space that has been prepared. It has everything somebody would need to do stuff here, but it's completely untouched. Mm-hmm. So like a model that, office. Not necessarily a model, but like when, when they're done all the building and they've got everything ready for the students to move in, the first person that moves into a room, like it looks like it's just been set up for a new person to arrive for the first time sort of thing. Is that that's sort of the vibe you have from mm-hmm. it? Um, yeah. So it, it looks like a functional um, office. There's a computer. There's... Um, uh, an odd, oddly shaped sort of wall display unit. Um, and the computer itself looks odd. Um, but you, just based on its position, you would assume that that's sort of a computer or some sort of a data display on the desk. Um, mm-hmm. And the wall display is probably another sort of data display or some kind of video thing. And power um, is all off in here? The power is all off in here. I would really like to turn this on. But we are also trying to save yep. a prophet's life. Hey, on the clock. <laughs> I, think- I feel like we have time to explore and play with the tech once the Klingons are gone. Yep. And there's like My a couple choice. pieces of furniture that might pass for chairs or a love seat or something mm-hmm. fairly large. Oh, that's true. Yeah, this is probably our first real idea of scale of the builders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see there's sort of a recessed kind of panel in the wall that looks like it might be a locker or something um, or a storage cabinet. Do we have an idea, you know, considering size mm-hmm. of desk, chair and stuff like that, how big, how large the builders are? Hmm. 
I would give a guess at somewhere around, uh, somewhere north of seven feet. Okay. The captain looks in and says, and asks, uh, Lieutenant, Commander, hmm? you think there's any equipment here that can help us get back to profit? Mostly. Maybe we can check the lockers. Um, this... If it won't take long. Yeah. I'd suggest that. Just do a quick looking through the lockers and the desks to see if there's anything useful. Um, so the desk is odd. There's some sort of a panel that um, has sort of an emitter above it to mm -hmm. one side of the desk, but there's like no drawers or anything. It's just a flat sort of ovoid kind of surface um, with a chair next to it. Um, the cabinet, however, as you're having a look at it, um, that would be a control security to pop the cabinet open. It appears to be mm -hmm. like a powered door of some kind, but mm -hmm. there's no power in the room. Please. <laughs> I'm just going to step aside. <laughs> yep. Um, and while Kidneal has no particular focus on uh, this kind of stuff, this is his jam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no problem. Uh, oh, no. Sorry, OBS oh, okay. is in the way. You spin a momentum and you got it back. Oh, hey, sure. Well, we don't know what the difficulty or, was. Or you can... No, the difficulty was two. Okay. So you got the momentum back. Um, or you can spend uh, on obtaining information. Um, if well, you have a question you want to ask about the locker. Um, actually, let's let's figure out the, the initial stuff and then if there's a question afterwards. Sure. Right. Uh, so you open it up and it um, it looks like a storage locker. Um, it's about four feet high, but it's like four feet off the ground. So like you're reaching up to get the doors open and stuff. So it's something built from somebody with a taller point of view. Um, there's a series of shelves in there and there's like objects on the shelves. Mm. Um, and at first glance, it looks like, um, like how you would set up like a, um, a, a tool locker. So it looks like devices are like evenly spaced and set aside and there seems to be some sort of a pattern to it, but you can't, you don't really know what any of the devices do. So you can't really get any frame of reference. Okay. Well, with my, I am going to spend one of those, uh, uh, spend one momentum. Mm -hmm. Do Fair any of them look fine. like a key or passcard or, you know, there, there's always that inevitable, you know, yeah. key card thing somebody uses, unless these guys are, you know, purely, you know, genetic based and that's how you get through everything, but hopefully not. All right. Um, would you roll a d20 for me? Oh, yeah. It's not ominous or anything. Uh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's the name of the game. It looks like a pass card, but it's actually a bomb. It's a mimic, <laughs> Chris. Yeah. 18, which normally I would be like, yeah, then I remember that we're playing Star Trek. This feels like a table roll, so. That's true. Yeah. Um. So there is, you notice that um, mm -hmm. next to the door, there was sort of a receptacle at, a, at a, a roughly spherical shape, and you see that there's a small sphere on one of the shelves. Um, you're not sure if it's an exact fit, but it looks like it's pretty close. Ooh. Yep. Neat. Plan a hunch, Captain. Grab sphere. <laughs> I trust okay. your hunches, Commander. Uh, give me a fitness and security roll, please. Yes. Was it just super heavy? No, he picks it up and just before he he contacts it, it sort of leaps up into his hand, and you guys uh, detect an energy discharge. Okay. I'm going uh, to spend a momentum here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all three. Makes sense. We're down to four. Okay. Um, what was the difficulty? One. Okay, cool. so, we get one so you can obtain information if you like. Sure. Oh, that's a good idea. Do you want to do that? Well, I, I, I usually wait until I figure out what the hell has happened first. Makes sense. Um, so it's like you can hear a thousand voices having a conversation with you. 
all at once. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Telling the truth. <laughs> no, but That's usually great. it's with you, it's like one and then another, then another, and they have an argument or whatever. Like, right. It's, there's, there's actual back and forth. This is just like there's a thousand people conducting a university lecture all the same time, and you're somehow sitting in every classroom. Ooh. Cool. So that's what you've got. Uh, and the fitness security is my, I, I don't spontaneously like. This was your resistance to the energy discharge as it um, unloaded its payload. Sure. Cool. All right. Um, I, I know this. Well, I, I'll just ask. Can I understand them? Um. If you concentrate, you may be able to under like to pick out a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, it's just a gibberish of language-sounding noise. <laughs> it's okay, guys. I got this. So um, there was a time when the Kitneal symbiont studied uh, xenolinguistics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure sure so i'm gonna take a previous that. kitneal yeah uh because i'm sure what do i need to roll because <laughs> this might be rough um to try and narrow that stuff down maybe control command to have that like composure to just near well this you know command of self is kind of what i was thinking of but that's presence. Yeah. Presence. Oh yeah, presence plus command is, is fine too. Yeah. Yeah, presence plus command could work. Okay. And applying my xenolinguistics focus. Sure. And uh, spending a momentum. Okay, so we're down to four. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, so the difficulty was three. Okay. Oh, so worked out well. You may ask. Unrestricted, one question, and I will give you an answer. This is an unrestricted question. Oh, man. About anything. I'm going to give you 20 seconds to come up with Can we give hints? Oh, yeah, fire away. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Question Uh, is, Craig, do you know what time it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. <laughs> I um, mean, kidney, kidney might might immediately think about how to activate a system that would subdue the captain um, and protect the profits and keep us safe. That's actually kind of where. Is there going. a way to get 17. our ship back? Yeah, no. Um, oh, getting our ship back. Yeah, that's true. Nineteen. Yeah, uh, no. My uh, the 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 question is basically because it's it's Kit Neal and he's he's the XO and he's the security guy. I I yep. want to figure <laughs> out how to command her quotes this facility where you know all right so you focus in on sort of one voice and it appears to be sort of a a uh, orientation to the facility um now the you don't understand the language mm-hmm. audit like the audible stuff that you're hearing in your head you don't understand but somehow the meaning is still getting into your brain um, and it tells you that all of the systems including the security uh, are all controlled from the central control center um, and there's a panel um, on the central control center that um, does things like controls all the doors controls main power uh, defensive systems um, uh, shields and all that kind of stuff so it's all run from one control center Cool. And do, in the process of that orientation, do I figure out where that control center is? You know exactly where it is. And um, there's a few different panels and you know that they all do different things. Cool. So there's like an energy panel and there's a defensive systems panel and there's a security panel. It's roughly they would correspond to bridge tar- mm-hmm. bridge stations, right? So Cool. Um, does the thing just like die in my hands or... And- so you see Kitneal kind of holds it and it's just like for uh, about two seconds and then <laughs> the energy fades um, and the ball is now inert in your hand. Oh, wow. Can you put it in the slot in the wall? 
definitely going to try that. Uh, yeah. But I was trying to th- come up with a good Captain I Know Kung Fu comment, but it's just not <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, uh, I know builder speech. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think at this point it's go and see if there's any interaction with the ball with the receptacle uh, to see if anything actually activates. The ball is a good fit with the receptacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to note, the receptacles on the inside of the mm-hmm. of the chamber. There isn't one on the outside. Um, so it, it's a good fit. It seems like a solid match, but there's no interaction with the receptacle when you put it in. Sure. And some of that mm-hmm. may be power, but okay. Um, but yeah, as walking over there, kind of like just immediately, oh, let's try this in explaining. Uh, Captain, I think I just got um, a very, very, very short expedited um crash course in uh builder everything um i didn't pick up much sorry terrible student uh but i think i have an idea of at least how to control the facility vaguely captain chichalor's eyebrows raise up then they lower and he smiles and as the camera like zoom is on the two of them he puts a hand on commander kitney's shoulder and says you did say you were well informed. I try, sir. <laughs> um, and then you become uh, aware of a presence uncomfortably close to you. And Maya's looking up at you with these big eyes, and she says, "Really? We'll, we'll, we'll talk." Maya. <laughs> and we'll. Uh, I think that's probably a good spot to take our break for tonight. Yep. Um, thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us. I hope everybody's having a good time. Sorry for the late start. We had some roll twenty issues. Um, so thank you very much for joining us and uh, appreciate your patience. Uh, you are more than welcome to join us on discord. It's an awesome community. I love them so much, uh, at yeetinto.space. Uh, if you feel so inclined, um, we invite you to support us on Patreon. That's at staylucky.club. Never going to get used to that. Um, the, uh, funds we, uh, that we raise there go to paying for artwork and hardware refreshes and that kind of stuff. Um, so thanks everybody uh, and Twitch folks we'll see you after the break YouTube folks we'll see you next week bye join us next time for more bold action